0: We're talking about New Covenant or New Testament faith, faith for the new creation in Christ. Now, one of the reasons why this message is so vitally important, why it is of great necessity, beloved, it is because the just shall live, the just shall live. The just shall experience Zoe type of life. What? When we live by his faith or from the faith of Jesus. Now, this is very important, beloved, because for some time now, or it's been presumed, at least in my opinion or in my experience, that when the message of faith was taught, or has been taught and it's still being taught in some arenas that there's something that we do is it's been taught under the wise that the just to live by his faith, talking about the individual. No, it is the faith of Jesus. There has never been a point in time where we as God's children were not to be dependent on him. Amen. And the reason I submit to you why a lot of believers are hitting it. And missing it or missing it more than they're hitting it is because they're not totally relying on the faith of Jesus. Where all we have to do is get our agreement, get our beliefs to come into unison, to run congruent with the teachings of Jesus, guys. Are you here? That's one of the whole reasons why he came, so we can rest in him. Now let me say something. Again, I have been dilatory or slow by design. We I'm in mean, no wise trying to rush this. One, I'm under the instruction and direction of the Holy Spirit, and I will stay here as long as He tells me to. And again, this is week number 16 on this. But when you have been indoctrinated with perhaps Misinformation or wrong information or incomplete information, if you will. It takes more than 21 days. I don't know who, who coined it. it takes 21 days to change, man. No, uh-uh. Statistically, to even see some visible change it or significant change, it takes about 180 days. That's roughly six months, and that's you been aggressive. We're talking about deeply embedded mindsets. You're not going to get over that in 21 days, sir. And sometimes, we, you know, we haven't got what you taught me two weeks ago. But I submit to you, there are those of you who are by now are able to now articulate uh, how this new covenant faith operates. And you are starting to see some significant difference because you're no longer relying on self. You're relying, you're trusting on or trusting in his faith. And, and, and let me share this because uh, most people, and see here's where a lot of people mess up. They only trust God when they need something. So therefore, there's not enough confidence in him to trust him so you start relying on your own wits. That's why you have to stay in this word every day. So you get to that place where you lean to your own understanding. When when in actuality, when you are constantly in this word, see, this is not a one-sided relationship. See, when you acknowledge God in all of your ways, he's going to direct your path. And most oftentimes, we only consult God when I'm in a jam. Now I need strong faith. When you should already be strong in your convictions in him. Why? Because I'm in this word every single day. That's why some of you, you, you that's why some people, excuse me, that's why some individuals, they, 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 we give based on our own, our own uh, understanding. We don't really trust God. Why? Because there's not enough time spent in his presence where I'm fully convinced that he's able to do what he said. That's why it's hard for some to love like he loves. Why? Because I'm not fully convinced because there's not enough time spent in his word. But we have been talking about the power of agreement. For the subheading uh, today, write this down. Revelation over tradition. Revelation over tradition. And it let me show you something. Uh, Ephesians 1 and I use this, I pray this a lot. I want to show you this uh, because <laughs> what we need, minister, is revelation truth. As Pastor T used to say sometimes, that old dog doesn't hunt anymore. And some of us hunting with old dog. Who has retired from hunting, and we need a new revelation truth. I pray the Father of Glory, the God. Now listen, Paul is praying this to the Church of Ephesus, but you can pray this as well. He was talking. He was matter of fact. He was praying this over you and I as well. I pray that the Father of Glory. The God of our Lord Jesus Christ would what? Impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your what? Deepening intimacy with him. So watch this. There has to be a deepening intimacy with God. And when you spend that time with God, that apocalypsis or revelation in the Greek, or, or, or it's the word apocalypse, which means to unveil, uh, to uncover. He starts to uncover truths that's been right before you the whole time. But see, it only comes through spending that time in his presence that now you, see you can't exhaust the living scripture. You can't exhaust the word of God. It, it's, it never runs out. God is eternal. This is his word. So that's why you can look at a passage of uh, scripture and, and you get more insight and more insight and more insight every time you study it. Why? Because God is uncovering or revealing or disclosing to you what's been there the whole time. So when we talk about revelation, a revelation is something that was already there. But it's being disclosed or uncovered to you. A revelation is not some new thing that's outside of his word that God gives you. So we have to understand that God's not going to give you a revelation that's not consistent with his word. Are you with me? So, but what we need is someone say revelation. revelation. Now tradition is explained or defined as something that's just handed down or handed it over uh, it's just something that's passed down now there are good traditions things uh, or things that are good uh, all traditions aren't bad but we're talking about those traditions that no longer serve you there's this Anecdote about, I've said it years ago, you've probably heard me say it and you've probably heard it before, um, the butt of a ham. There was this young lady cooking Thanksgiving dinner or every time she would do Thanksgiving dinner minister, she would cut the butt off of the ham. So one Thanksgiving she Asked herself the question, wonder what would happen if I just left the butt on the ham. So she proceeds to bake the ham with the butt attached. (laughs) And come to find out, the butt was the juiciest. Keep your mind straight, guys. The butt was the juiciest part of the ham. See, some of y'all already, come on now, stay with me. The rear <laughs> re- end was the best part. Uh, see, see, now, see, pastor was telling me a little bit what she was sharing with y'all this morning. So the enemy trying to kind of get in here, no, no, no. Well, y'all delete that in the first service. So, so, uh, and if y'all who were here at the 8, y'all probably know what I'm talking about. But anyway, they say, listen, get serious. So the butt of the ham, Kinshasa, was the juiciest part, she discovered. So she proceeds to call her mother and ask her mother, why in the world did you cut the butt off? Her mother's response was, I don't know. My mom has always cut the butt off the ham. So out of curiosity, she calls her grandmother. Grandma, why do you always cut the butt off of the ham? Grandma's response was, I cut the butt off the ham because my oven is too small. My tray would not fit in the oven. And I said that to say this, a lot of systems that we rely on today are still based upon traditions and conditions (laughs) from decades ago. Likewise, when it comes to the teaching of faith. We are still trying to ride off a revelation that Reverend So and So, although it was good then 30 years ago, there's more revelation to what he and, and, and see that. That's why even in the realm of what we call the, uh, the the world of faith, you know, everybody pretty much sounds the same. There's nothing wrong with that as long as we stand in line with the word. But 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 this, somebody has to come along and say there have to be greater truths than than. Now, what, what I appreciate all we've learned, but li- listen, we should be, we should continue to build upon the foundation that has already. Somebody need to stop and say, why do I keep saying this? just Jesse live by his faith? It, 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 wait, wait, let, let, let's look into this. Because my faith ain't been working. Me trying to do this hadn't been all that successful. Every th- I get exhausted trying to do this on my own. I keep coming up short. I'm st- I-, I stay stressed when I try to do it. Why? Because you're trying to rely on a faith that you are never supposed to rely on in the first place. It's his faith. And if we're not careful, are you here? We can get into this isochronism, if you will, or orbit or cycle of continuity, just doing things without even thinking. So we're caught in this cycle of doing things that no longer serve you. See, so you, you, you trying to live off of a revelation that somebody taught when you was 12, when you were 20. Man, that, you, you, no, Lord, there has to be something greater in your word than this. This has to be a lot easier. Now, if Jesus came to make life easier, I want it to be easier. If he came that I may have life and have it more abundantly that's what I want. Again, man, I'm grateful. Oh, man, I listen. I I studied under Apostle Price. Listen, I would. I, I was taught faith from one of the greatest teachers of faith of now, and and I think I'm very appreciative. But, but watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. There's yet more to the foundation that he laid as well as others. And sometimes if we're not careful, we'll keep singing the same song when there's a need of a new song because we've worn that song out. The song was good then, minister? It was good then, minister? It's 2021. If the truth be told, he would tell you this. I'm sure he would tell you the same thing. Listen, add to it. Wait a minute. There's a greater, greater truth that we can. Matter of fact, he used to say that all the time. The word is pregnant. where well, it's birthing new babies. And i not a... Are you here? So we need revelation, truth. Sister Moore, I, I, the Lord gave me this message message last year. But kept studying, studying, but I was somewhat hesitant because nobody else was teaching it like this. So I felt like, shoot, Lord, you, you know folk are already going to say you. But when you are, the Lord said, he rebuked my butt so good. Listen, you are teaching truth. You are teaching Revelation truth. Watch this. You you, you are backing what you are saying up with my word. So don't you dare be afraid to declare the truth. So I can imagine how individuals feel when when, when they're somewhere piring in in certain areas and nobody else is doing it. But still, you have to do it. You want to liberate people. And a lot of people still in bondage because there are preachers who are preaching revelations of old. Are you here? <laughs> so there are a lot of people who are relying on traditions and conditions from yesteryear, man. It was good then, but hey, if I'm spinning my wheels, I need to get in this word. Lord, Show me more. Reveal more to me. Are you here? So th- today uh, l- let's recount the four scriptures that we use. So we're gonna look at Habakkuk again, two and four. We're gonna look at Romans 117, Galatians 3:11, Hebrews 10:38. Now, Habakkuk 2:4 says, The just shall live by his faith. Okay? Now, but we're gonna look at that. So we, we have to get understanding. Are you here? Let me look at some of the Proverbs 19 and 2. Who's with me? Watch this. The best way to live life is with revelation knowledge or truth. Revelation truth. <laughs> the best way to live life is with revelation where God is constantly disclosing or unveiling, uncovering things that's been right before your eyes the whole time. In other words, where the light we should be in a constant mode of light bulbs, light bulbs coming on. Where we're walking in greater truths. Are you here? For without it, you will grow impatient. And see, see, because people have been running off of tradition, they've grown impatient, right into error. I I think the traditional King James says. Uh when they get in haste, they sin. But see, every time we talk about sin, it's not talking about somebody fornicating or lying or cheating. That 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 word here, sin, is the Hebrew word shatah, which means to miss or to go wrong. So watch this. So so in, in other words, in, in other words, when tradition no longer serves me, when, when man of God when nothing no longer serves me, I get impatient, and out of that impatience, I I start missing things or I start going in the wrong direction. Why? Because I'm tired of this thing not working, so let me do it myself. And that's where you go wrong. Because you're trying to do it. So they miss or they go wrong. That's That word sin there is talking about they miss. You don't got impatient. Listen, Scott, I don't know the way I'm not consulting God. So because of that impatience, you miss it. You go wrong. And see, that's what's been happening. People have been going off tradition, and they keep going wrong. Because they say things like, man, Lord. See, in their mind, I'm walking by faith. No, you you are trying to do it. I'm living right. But you're not trusting God. I pray. Yeah, but are you praying in agreement with this word? See, 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 it's, it's, see, if it's not working, it's not God, beloved. We have missed it. We have gone wrong. There are greater dimensions, beloved, of truths in the Word of God. That's why, notice Paul said, listen, see, when you, that's why the scripture says to study, to be diligent. To show ourselves self-approval God. That, that word study, it means to hasten to study. Be quick to find out. And see, when you spend that time, that's when God starts showing you that that's being right there. See, that's the revelation. When he He, 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 he peels the layer back. Look, that, that handkerchief has been there all the time. But from here, at face value, you can't see it. But the more you study, God starts peeling back the layers. And you see things. That's been there all the time. When I started teaching this, liberation came because of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I I see why it's been hitting and missing. Because I've been relying, thinking I'm, no, all I got to do is get my beliefs in line with you. Proverbs 4 and 7. Are y'all here? Who's with me? Let me show you something. The the, the, the watch this, wisdom, Proverbs 4 and 7. Watch this. Y'all here? Who's with me? Okay. I, she's going to get it. Uh, the other uh, translation. Let me read it from TPT because I need it for, for where I'm going. N- n- notice uh, Proverbs 19.2 says the best way to live life is what? You need revelation knowledge or you can say revelation truth. Wisdom is the most valu- valuable commodity, so buy it. Now, now, in the literal terms, we're just talking about get wisdom. So, you get, we're not talking about buying it. So, but it, the point is, get it. Revelation, knowledge, or revelation, truth is what you need, so invest in it. See, we need to invest in revelation, truth, revelation, knowledge. What? God disclosing or uncovering greater truths to this thing, that's what we need. And see, you can get so used to running in the same vein that you forgot, man, you haven't had a revelation in so long. So, so consequently, guess what? You get exasperated. Then you become impatient because nothing's working. Yeah. And you start missing it. You start going wrong. Why? Because you've gotten impatient. Why you get impatient? Because it's not working. Why isn't it working? Because I don't know how it works. I'm running off of old tradition. Got your oven big enough to put three hams, but you still running off a of tradition. Matthew 7, Mark 7, 13. Listen, the scribes and Pharisees, they they, they, they were notorious for adding their own ideas to God's laws. And they they did it so much that the common people became confused and helpless to obey the law. Because the law said this, but they inserted their own beliefs. Are you here? And, and, and people, they like, man, we we can't win. Then he goes on to say how the traditions of men have made the word of God to me of no effect. In other words, man can hand down something so long that even in the face of revelation truth, you still believe left foot, right foot, Reverend so-and-so who was in error from the beginning. That's why you hear people say, my preacher say it. What no, what though? See everything your preacher say may not always be in line with the word. What does the word say? So, so, so that that that's how we get in traditions, and the women can't wear pants, and and, and can't wear jewelry. And I don't know how we got a a Jezebel a, a Jezebel spirit out of a, a a a Jezebel spirit is a dominating spirit. I don't know how we got wearing a, a, a ring and a necklace associated with being a Jezebel. Are you here? So even traditionally, look in ancient days, men wore robes, women wore robes. Men were slightly distinguished from women, but 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 some 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 preacher came along, in some kind of way inserted pants into that. So some of you women, you, you don't feel women like woman like saved if you don't have a dress on. You feel inadequate. Like you're not measuring up if you have on pants. Your righteousness is not based. I'm not saying dress any kind of way, men or women. But your righteousness is not based upon what you wear. See, a lot of this stuff, we just follow in tradition. Some, some, some of these churches, God bless their soul, have even went so far to put signs on outside of doors. Women cannot wear pants. Lord, help you, sir. Ma'am. All because of tradition. But the scribes and Pharisees, they were notorious for adding their own ideas. So consequently, the people felt helpless. Do you really think God will honor your traditions passed down to others? Making up these rules that nullify God's? Listen, religious traditions that supersede or displace God's law, they have been around since the ancients of days. It just didn't start 20 years ago. They, they've been doing this. It's it's they've been doing this. It. This ain't this not a 21st century thing. That's why you have to study, rightly divide. And, and, and I'm tell you something and this is to preachers and whoever you know b- 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 people getting tired of this you know uh happening you know, because you're not living right L- let me say something it's not because listen to how I'm saying this now it's not because they're not living right it's not because they're not belie- it's because they're not believing right see when you believe right, living right would take care of itself. And people are spending so much time on condemning folks. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. You ought to be doing this. And it's not that. If I get my beliefs right, I'll live the way he wants me to live. You can't, you can't you can't, you can't are y'all here? She so goes back to that whole fast to your profession. Of gear. You're going to love what God loves. And hates what he hates. But again, if you've been running a certain way for 35 years, you, hey, man, get, you got to work with me, bro. Quit telling me I got to come to the altar every time I miss it. And tell me how righteous I am. Shoot. Man, I got I got saved so many times. All right, man, I got saved every Sunday, every Sunday. All right, all right you hit your brother, you 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 going to hell. Go back, come back to the altar. You, you 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 did this? Come back to the altar. You. Let me tell you, then, and God bless. You know, i was grateful for my roots, man. But but man, 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 doggone, I got saved last week. Then, then, see, the old Pentecostal church, one, they made you, made you come to the altar. Two, you weren't going to leave until you heard something. And, and back then, man, we just stayed out there. And we Every now and again, we looked to the left, looked to the right. And, 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 and as they started going, then you felt like, okay, I can get up now. But man... Not realizing that when you accepted Christ, your name was written in the Lamb's Book of Life. So whoever's that for? See, see. uh, Now, 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 guess what that does, minister? That puts you right back under works. So now you're trying to establish your own righteousness, man. You uh, never measure up trying to do it on your own. Are y'all here? That's why you have to stay in this. See, again, we, we can't just we, we just can't get this and walk away. You got to be in this every day. Don't just rely on Sunday and Wednesday, guys. You have to do this. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Are you here? So So it's not the way they've been living. It's the way they've been believing. Wouldn't any believer have anything if God is waiting on us to be uh, perfect? Now, when the Bible talks of be ye perfect even as Christ is perfect, that word, it simply means to be mature. Not perfect in the sense of having no, man, that's an illusion. It's not talking about being perfect in the sense of, I mean, you got, no, no, there's only one that has that type of perfection, that's Jesus. Are you here? So when he says be, for, be ye mature, the only way that maturity, maturity is going to come or development is through constant feeding of this word, eating this word. You see what happens? The more you're in this word, guess what? The more you see the maturity coming, the more you, you see that development. So you just can't lay down on it. You have, to be, you have to be advantageous about this, just like whatever little things that have our attention. Oh, Just like we said last week. See, again, let, let me shed some light on this. When the Bible misses suffering, it's us meeting opposition because we have a devotion to Christ. It's, it's ta- he's talking about suffering, Sister Shonda, because your righteous stands for Jesus. You meet in opposition because you are proclaiming the gospel. That's the type of suffering. Not you going through hell To be approved by God. Again, the punishment that we deserve, I'm not saying there's no consequences behind you going out here and making dumb decisions and choices. But the punishment that we should deserve, Jesus took that on. I showed you that last week. So Now watch this. I showed you that one. Our life is what hid in him. So when God sees you, ultimately he sees himself. We're complete in him. So why does God have to beat me down every time I miss it? I, Sunday night, I was out gassing up the car uh, for the week, and on my way back, Lord said, think about that. He said, then he took me back to how in slavery days, the master, master, would use the Bible to subjugate the people. They would in other words, they would beat the people down and justify it by the word. And we have preachers now still using the word of God to enslave people in the sense of every time they do wrong, God's gonna beat you. He's got and see what and see what that does. Now watch this. That's called slavery. Now, uh, again, look, you, you're making it a performance. You're making this thing a self-righteous thing. The only way I'm going to be accepted is to be perfect. You will never get there in that sense, man. Are y'all here? So so you have people, what do you mean they're, they're preaching slavery? In, in, in terms of just say, if you miss it. Oh, where well, that happened because you did that. So, guess what? I'm doing that now? now. They use the word out of out to, to try to out of fear. What get you back to serve? Man, we are sons. We possess the same nature, character of our father. Are you here? So, so, so you have people, pre- and you hear, it, man, and and, and and see again. What in the world? did Jesus come for if we still got all this whipping and beating and he uses his word to correct you? See, see the, the, just like the, the scribes and Pharisees, people get confused. First you tell me how loving he is, then you tell me he's doing all these bad things to me. I don't, I don't want to serve that God. He, he can't be all that good and all that bad at the same time. Are y'all here? Even traditionally, people get up, somebody pass. God, God, he don't need no more folk like that. what he need you for? You weren't doing shenanigans down here. Why? He need to take you. Well, God needed him for what? He was lazy as old. Well. Get up down here. what he need him for? For? Well, God had to take, take him for what? That man was no good here. He was still working on himself here. But because out of tradition, God needed a flower. For what? He needed another, he got more angels than he need. You were created in the image of God, not angels. And I understand what people say "rest easy, shoot, shoot, man, come on now." You ain't got to worry about telling nobody to rest easy. Rest, rest in peace. Look, 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 look. They tired of resting. They want to enjoy. They living now. Why? Because that eternal life. Rest. That's how they got out of here. They rested too much. You want to rest. Rest in His rest, His finished work. Are y'all here? So, so we we just, just stop, stop, stop saying, repeating. Do your homework. Just stop following tradition. Know why you saying what you're saying. Know why you doing what you're doing. Are y'all here? God is a God of love. He's good. There's no evil in him. He can't be tempted with evil. And if he, if he looks at you, if, if, if your life is hid in Christ, see, when he sees you, he sees you in light of your righteousness. So, so, so that doesn't make sense to hurt myself. So let's stop saying that's God. Some, somebody h- half about dead now. or Well, I don't know if you can be half dead. That's a, that's a hyperbole. That's called an exaggeration. Okay. So, so, so why, why he got, he called you in the ministry now. Now you all broke up and can't do ministry. That ain't God. He had to break you up. So now you got the revelation and we got to pull you everywhere you go to preach the gospel. God is better than that. He's better than that. We got to stop putting this stuff on God. (laughs) And that's what people are doing. Somebody get hurt. Now they got the. the now you 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 call to proclaim the gospel, and now your your your, your lips are, are, are glued together because of what happened. Now you stitched up and can't even talk. And talking about that's God. he can't use you like that. But Christians out of ignorance co on foolishness. God is love, man. Are y'all here? And and see, listen. If we're going to use scripture, let's rightly divide them. I I wouldn't be up here saying this if I hadn't did all my study. This ain't something that. So when we talk about suffering, he's not talking about this kind of stuff. We out here doing some dumb stuff, and as a conse- as a result, we got we got to deal with the consequences. No, it's talking the suffering that, that Peter talks about, Paul talks about. It's you meeting opposition because you are standing for the gospel. Let me tell you something. If by his stripes you are healed. Let me tell you something. God doesn't have to inflict you. See, One, he's not going to do that because he's already deemed you healed. His desire is that you be whole. So he doesn't have to put cancer or any other sickness or disease on you so you now can serve him. That's not the God we serve. Are y'all here? But people being priestess and they believe it, therefore they believe and what happens? Eventually, they fall away because they think, "Why would God do me? I ain't did anything wrong. I've been, I've been living the best and I know how." And you have, but you had faith for that foolishness because of what you allowed to be preached to you. Are y'all here? It, it, even some people pray. See, that's why you have to know the word. Well, if it's his will, you have to know that he wants you whole. You have to know that. You have to know that he wants you delivered. You have to know that prosperity is part of your covenant inheritance. If you don't believe that, everybody, see, again, the money has a purpose. Are y'all here? Man, we might as well just start over again next week with this. Are y'all here? We've just been following tradition. We've been cutting off the best part. What? Getting that revelation truth. Why? How? How we been cutting it off, Pastor? By running off traditions of old. Are y'all here? See, even now, if if I'm not discerning, this whole, even what I've been saying, people will take it in contorted you can go out here and rob a bank there's gonna be consequences you, hey you can eat crazy not exercise whatever and, 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 and things that ain't, why, why why can't we just keep it real and say look how he eats why we don't blame it on his diet? There's a scripture that says, why live foolish and die before your time? Being that you can do some dumb stuff, and, and God had, God, that ain't what God intended. But why do we got to say God, God God needed him? God needed her. For what? She raised hell while she was here? What would he need her for? In, in some cases. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. No, God's desire, let, let, let me tell you is that you live a good, long, satisfying life. And you go out on your own terms. My grandmother just went to the, uh, the being a person of Jesus some weeks ago. She was 96 years old. Man, look, uh, I... Me personally, I just believe perhaps she was ready to see everybody else. I don't, I don't know, but ninety six, man, I, I'm, i I'm, I'm still rejoicing, cause we would love for everybody to still be here, all of loved ones. But you, I'm saying, ninety six years old, but don't tell me somebody in their youth, somebody young, God God, 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 don't put that on my father. You know how many people have left the church because some preacher said why would I serve a God that you said did this thing so I could wake up now again you are saying you're only justified by being perfect and that's not what makes you justified See, it's time that we stop. See, somebody need to put the brakes on and say, "Let me find this scripture where what this, this preacher talking about God doing all this killing and taking." And now, uh, God took uh, was it Enoch, but he was alive. He, he was he was he was alive. He took him. He didn't. The tree didn't fall on him. Elijah, he took him. He was caught up in a whirlwind. See Moses went out at a good old age. See that's how you should be going out. But see if you got faith for the stuff that some of these preachers are saying you you, you according to if since that's what you believe and you got more faith in that than you do the Father. Are you here? So let's recount. Let's look at these verses. See, because if we understand these scriptures in the context, then perhaps, oh, that's why he said that. Oh, he didn't mean my faith. He meant from his faith. So let's look at this next week. Come on, let's get a lot of hand clap of praise. If this message has been a blessing to you, and you would like to make a donation and support this ministry as we expand the kingdom of God, please visit shakinagloryfc.com or download our church app from iTunes App Store or Google Play by searching Shekinah Glory FC and click Give to make your donation.